Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Today we begin celebrating what might be Judaism's strangest holiday. I'll just start by saying that Sukkot is also my favorite holiday, but that doesn't mean it's not strange. We Jews do some interesting things on our holidays. We stop working for 25 hours every week. We eat certain foods and tell us they're not just foods. You know, those apples and nuts are actually mortar and that salt water is the tears of your enslaved ancestors. But there might not be anything we do that is as strange as building a shack in your backyard and waving plants in various directions for seven days. Sukkot is one of Judaism's oldest holidays. And although it's somewhat lesser celebrated today, it actually was a major festival in ancient times. And as far as Judaism is concerned, continues to be a major festival on our calendar. We learn that by looking at this week's Torah portion. Now, because of a fluke of the calendar, Sukkot happens to begin this year on Friday night at the same time as Shabbat. That means there is no weekly Torah portion for this week. Instead, what we read on Shabbat morning is the Parsha for the first day of Sukkot. And not surprisingly, the Parsha for the first day of Sukkot describes the holiday of Sukkot. Actually, it describes the entire festival calendar. Vaidaber Adonai el Moshe Lemor. God spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the Israelite people and tell them, Moadei Adonai asher tikra'u otam mikra'e kodesh. These are God's fixed times or holy times that you should proclaim as sacred occasions. Then it goes on to describe every holiday in the ancient Israelite calendar, which of course are still our Jewish holidays today. It starts off by describing Shabbat, probably because Shabbat is a kind of an archetype for all holidays. It teaches you the way to celebrate Jewish holidays. Then it goes on starting at the beginning of the Jewish year, which in ancient times was in the spring. So first is Pesach, followed by Shavuot, and then the whole fall holiday season, what's called Yom Truah, the day of the sounding of the shofar, which we know today as Rosh Hashanah, and then Yom HaKippurim, the day of atonement, followed finally by what it calls Chag HaSukot, the Feast of Booths. When we read through this entire chapter 23 of Leviticus, we get a very strong sense that the origin of the Jewish festival calendar is agricultural. Our ancestors were, of course, farmers, and at various times of year, farmers have a harvest. And when they wish to give thanks for the harvest that they've just reaped, they bring a piece of it to the temple, offer it as a sacrifice, and that's the origin of your holiday. In fact, the dwelling in a sukkah, in a booth at this time of year, may have an agricultural origin as well. When farmers were out in the fields, too far away to come home every night during the harvest, they would build a little temporary hut and they would live in it. And so that temporary hut became a part of the celebration of this festival. So Judaism at its core, at its base, is built on agriculture, built on a relationship with the earth, and also built on the idea of gratitude. That's what we understand by looking at the whole chapter, at the festival calendar as a whole. Then when we zero in on part of it, we find that there's actually another layer on top of that. Toward the end of the chapter, when the Torah is describing Sukkot, it says, You shall observe it as a festival of Adonai for seven days a year. 
Basukot teshvu shivat yamim. You shall live in booths for seven days, in order that future generations may know that I, God, caused the Israelites to dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. So that's a whole other explanation, a whole other reason for why we build and live in a sukkah during this time of year. And this time, instead of an agricultural reason, it's an experiential one or a historical one, if you will. Why do we live in a sukkah? Because our ancestors were once slaves. And when we came out of Egypt, when we were wandering in the desert for those 40 years, we lived in temporary houses. The sukkah is a reminder of what we experienced, what we've been through that made us who we are today. So what is Sukkot and what is the sukkah? It's two different things. It's an agricultural festival, a reminder of our relationship with the land. And it's also an experiential or historical festival, a reminder of what we've been through and how we got here. Both of those layers are eminently meaningful today. First of all, in the 21st century, we are not out in nature enough. We live our lives indoors. We are tethered to screens. We're looking down all the time instead of up. We're rarely experiencing the awesomeness, the radical amazement that comes with really putting yourself in nature. Sukkot puts us in nature. Sukkot says you build a shack in your backyard and you sit in it and you eat in it and you enjoy being outside. There's no other Jewish holiday that exactly gives us that opportunity. It helps us to cultivate a sense of gratitude, of thankfulness, and of awe. At the same time, Sukkot is a reminder that there are people who live in temporary housing. Our ancestors who were slaves in Egypt spent 40 years living in shacks in the wilderness, and it was a hard time. They were hungry. They were scared. Things were uncertain. They didn't know exactly where they were going or how they were going to get there. Maybe they didn't always know where their next meal was coming from. It's a reminder to us that there are still plenty of people who live that way. Hunger and homelessness, social injustice, these are real issues in our society. And dwelling in the sukkah teaches us that we have a responsibility to give, to support others, to create a more just and more equitable society. In fact, in the middle of this parsha, in the middle of describing all these holidays, the Torah takes a break to say, And when you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap all the way to the edges of the field. You shall leave the corners for the poor and the stranger. At the center of this festival of Sukkot sit two ideas. Gratitude for our own bounty, and the responsibility to care for others. During this time, may we take the opportunity to sit outside, to enjoy and appreciate all the blessings in our lives. And may we also remember, no matter who we are, that not everyone is as blessed as we are. And we have the capacity and the responsibility to make the world a little better for others. Shabbat Shalom, Chag Sukkot Sameach. May it be a joyous festival season. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.